1: Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. This is Spaces Podcast, where we aim to elevate the appreciation and understanding of the spaces we occupy every day. Hello, my name is Demetrius, this is Michelle Hey everyone And this is Jason Good Morning guys And you're listening to Spaces Podcast Welcome back everyone, after a long hiatus, I think about six months uh, We are back for season three, welcome back Jason and Michelle You guys excited, ready to go?
0: Yeah, looking forward to it Of
1: course so before we jump into our preview of this season, season three, wanted to make some announcements. First big one is Space's Podcast is now a part of Gable Media. Which is a new company, the first, I believe, first multimedia network that The goal is to empower global leaders in the AEC industries to share their knowledge and expertise. Um, So that's through podcasting, video, and written. And um, amongst that group are Entre Architect, ArchiSpeak, Build Your Brand, which was a new podcast. And then us as sort of the, the first four right now. And there's a bunch coming in the pipeline very soon. So... Check that out, GableMedia, G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. Second announcement, we are adding on to Spaces, or what do you call this? I don't know, Franchise? (laughs) Uh, We're adding on a new series. Uh, We haven't nailed down a name just yet, but this series will be a short-form series, And part of spaces is to sort of break down the walls between various professions within the industry. Um, So, we don't really get much time to do that. So, we're starting this new series where we can do that as well as provide insight into non industry professionals about what the daily life of people in the industry is like and what kind of goes into the spaces a little bit more rather than focusing specifically on a space. So look for that. That'll be twice a week. So we'll be recording that real time, posting Tuesdays and Thursdays. So keep your eye out for that. And then the last thing is our Facebook community is up and growing. For those that don't know, our listenership is actually like 40% uh, non-industry professionals. So the way we're kind of seeing this community grow is basically to ultimately be a bridge between building users and building makers and hopefully have a conversation that can start and kind of grow between the two groups. Um, hopefully with users providing insight and vice versa, uh, so we can improve all the spaces that we occupy. So join us there on Facebook as well. And I think that's it for the announcements. So what have you guys been up to Jason, Michelle,
2: Okay, so we last recorded in December. Is that right? Uh yeah. It was uh okay.
1: yeah, mid December I think.
2: Yeah, late December, mid December at the brewery, right?
1: Uh that was two years ago. Is that
2: two years ago? Yeah. Oh my that was God. Two years ago.
1: Yeah. Wow. We did what the did,
2: what was our last remind me what our last recording was.
1: We did the Mamba uh sports facility. That's
2: right. Oh my gosh. Okay, so all right, there we go. So the last episode that we recorded was the Mamba. Episode, which we all know what occurred in February, and it's bizarre. So you asked what we've been up to. Um, I think we'd be remiss to not mention just what the world has been up to um, as we turned into year 2020, and you know started with massive Australian fires. Right? Everyone. Yeah. It, it seems like it wasn't even this year, but it was this year. I'm I'm almost certain. Yeah. Followed by the passing of. Kobe Bryant, followed by literally a pandemic that has turned the world upside down. And the way that we conducted business and the way that we conducted ourselves has changed entirely. And, you know, I feel like we're somewhat in a state of unknowns um, in terms of not knowing how much longer sheltering in place will go on and what new norms will out of this in terms of how people conduct business, where they conduct business. There have been some silver linings that I've seen in all of this. And I don't know, maybe at some point we should do just a whole episode on space as it relates to uh, this pandemic that we're in. But to the question of what have I been up to, you know, we were cranking along in the early January, February. Um, I was busier than ever in terms of work. Uh, Just my load was was really heavy. We had a project manager that moved on to a different company. So for me personally, it allowed me to step in beyond an acquisitions role. Um, and I've got a team that I'm managing that that does land acquisition here at my company. But what it allowed me to do is really step into a project management role as well uh, in order to fill those shoes that departed the company. So it'd been an exciting, it was an exciting start to the year. Um, I was, I had my hands and In a lot of different areas within the organization. In February, I actually went on an international trip to London, which was actually scheduled sort of very last minute. It wasn't a trip that we had planned for a long time, but we had gotten an email that Air New Zealand was having three hundred and fifty dollar round trip flights direct from LAX to Heathrow. And we thought, well, this is too good to pass up. And it happened to be over President's Day weekend. So We were able to take four business days off and get a 10-day vacation out of it. So that was really, really neat. And the day that we flew home was essentially the day that Italy was going into lockdown. And then two weeks after we got home is when the shelter-in-place orders went into effect here in Orange County, California. And from that point forward, we've just been in this weird state on the one hand, uh, and I'm an introvert at heart. So on the one hand, I've really enjoyed it because, you know, I, st- I, su- I suffer from FOMO. So fear of missing out. So as an introvert, the challenge with being an introvert and suffering from FOMO is that on the weekends, uh, when I really want to be doing things that recharge me, I also want to be out and about and feel like I'm being productive and, and experiencing the world and traveling places and doing things and being active. And during this quarantine and this sheltering in place, there really has been no option to go anywhere or do anything. And you really can't feel bad about it because no one else is going anywhere or doing anything. And so you're not missing out. And so what that has created is just an opportunity to really reset, pause, think about what my priorities are and get organized. It was pretty funny in the first four weeks of quarantine. I was deep in like organizing external hard drives um, that, you know, data had just been dumped on them and and had been carelessly sort of managed. And, you know, I, I think it was like weekend three of being at home. I was like, all right, I guess we'll, I guess we'll organize electronic files. Um There was another day that I was deep in the jewelry box, you know, so we got rid of like three quarters of our jewelry that we haven't worn in forever. Half of it was tarnished. And so it's been kind of fun to just like literally tear the house apart and organize every drawer and just get really set up. And then I think maybe the bigger announcement of what I've been up to uh, is I've been growing a baby. <laughs>
1: Congrats. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, thank you. So I am 30 weeks pregnant. I think by the time this airs, I will be 33 or 34 weeks pregnant. Um, and so if I were to have chosen a time to be pregnant, I, I don't think I could have timed it better. As a lot of people who may be listening know, uh, when you're growing a baby, you tend to kind of nest, and that has aligned well with the forced uh, quarantine and the forced nesting. And so in terms of, you know, I'm a big sushi lover, and, you know, there's not been a sushi restaurant to go to. So again, not much to miss out on there. And just all the work conferences and things that that usually have me kind of traveling quite a bit in the first half of the year. All of those were cancelled, so I don't feel like I'm missing out on any of that. so but health wise, very good, busy at work still. Um, you know, home building is an essential business. It was deemed an essential business from the outset from the governor in California. so I feel very fortunate to have been gainfully employed and and busy and productive um, all the while that this has been going on and you know, where we go from here, it'll be interesting to see, but I've got a baby on the way come August and feeling pretty good about just sort of being hunkered down and being healthy and having my family healthy. So I feel very fortunate in that regard. So that's kind of what I've been up to Jason.
0: Um, I have not been growing a baby. <laughs> um, that, that has not been part of what I've been doing. This has been, gosh. So I I have to agree with what Michelle's saying. Things were flying, you know, since, uh, since the end of our last episode, or the last airing of the last episode, and up into this whole you know pandemic thing, uh, I call it the panicdemic, but that's fine. And and it and it took a, a halt to a certain degree, but because we've been deemed essential, which I you know I don't know how I'm gonna accept that. That's awesome. It's been a challenge from a managerial standpoint of how to keep businesses moving with what seemed to be a zip cord of a new law or new rule every other day region by region, city by city, county by county. Um, so it's taken a lot of uh, intellectual capability that sometimes I think I'm a little short on to be able to keep up with some of those types of things. So, I'm
2: glad uh, you admitted
0: it. Uh, I mean, look, you, you got to own it, right? <laughs> um so- kidding. It has, uh, it has taxed another side of me that I don't generally like to spend a lot of time doing. I like to get things done and, and set up new programs and keep teams moving. But what's been pretty awesome, and I told a lot of people that were close to me when this started, was you were going to see people's true colors shine through very, very quickly in, in this type of situation. And you have. And, I, and I'd say some for the good, some for the not so good. You've seen people that think they're leaders show that they may may be and show that they may not be um and those types of things which is good i think it's good for everybody to know and understand those things when they go forward but i've been pleasantly pleased and impressed with a lot of our team members that have literally just shouldered up and said whatever we got to do we got to do um playing within the rules doing all those kind of things and willing to put in the time and change and do that kind of stuff so professionally it's been crazy it still is crazy we are going full tilt on both sides of the business and then additionally You know, I was just telling Dee, we finished up our remodel. So the stuff that he had designed up prior and those kind of things, we've been done for a few weeks here. So for me, this was amazing from a time standpoint, just because I got, and not because, I mean, I've been busy professionally, but the extra things that we would normally do, studio, dancing, hockey, driving all over the place has been shut down. So I've been able to do and spend so much more time doing things for the remodel that I never would have had before. Um, so for me, that was kind of nice. The other thing too, eating super healthy because we're able to stay home and make food and do all that kind of stuff all the time, which is great. Um, I was able to sneak in and, and the day before they shut all of the sports places and whatnot and get gym equipment. So I macked out a sweet little gym at my house and have been doing more cardio now than I've ever cared to do in my life as well. So that's good. But, you know, I think the real, I think the real award for us and the person that I'm most impressed with has been my wife. I mean, if y'all aren't used to being cooped up in a house with two kids that should be in school most of the time and having to be mom and still having to try to understand how to run a business as well, because we have her studio as well, and maintain kids all day long, where normally you get some kind of break somewhere, um, she's basically a superwoman. So it's been amazing to see her handle all that. I mean, it's been taxing as hell, so I try to pinch in wherever I can, but um, as Michelle will learn, it's like, kids want mom right away, doesn't matter who's around, so it's been interesting. I mean, I've traveled to, I've gone to Northern California, I've gone to different places and I had to make drives up there. I made three drives up and back, you know, because I couldn't get flights and those types of things and had to stay in a hotel. And that was a whole nother experience that I don't normally enjoy. And it's just been really interesting. And you can see the people that are willing to make things work and are willing to figure out how to move forward are fighting like hell and they're making it happen. Whereas I feel a large percentage of people are just kind of doing the Uh, what can we do? It's like, there's always something you can do. And I'm happy and glad. I believe we're pretty much through this, which is good. So
1: what about you, man? As you guys know, we recently moved into a new place and have a a townhome now. Thankfully, we moved out of that apartment just at the right time. And we got a little more space here. So we were able to, you know, during this quarantine, uh, able to go to our little courtyard and get some air and and kind of hang out and have more space as opposed to the the apartment that we would have been stuck in. Aside from that, just uh, got super busy professionally, uh, started another business, which is Gable Media. To give some more insight into that, I partnered with Mark LePage, who runs Entre Architect, and we um, were starting Gable Media. So that's been just a crazy process of doing all of that and produced uh that other podcast build your brand did that as well right after the new year i did a couple speaking engagements went to a poly high school in long beach and spoke to a class there uh, and spoke at the aia oc practice has been going pretty well Uh, working on a cupcakery right now which Hmm. is a fun project got to eat some cupcakes along the way
2: uh, so really enjoyed that important thing
1: yeah <laughs> uh and that's kind of like at its halfway point still got a little bit of a push to to get that into permit but that's going along and just uh doubling down on staying busy throughout all this and doing what I can a lot of investment uh into these businesses for the long term because I am not making nearly the amount of money I need to to survive <laughs> but uh <laughs> Hopefully, all of this pays off in the end. So, uh.
0: I do have to say one thing that this pandemic has provided me with a new skill. I am never going back to a barber again. <laughs> I've been cutting my own hair now. This is probably at least the sixth time, and doing my sons. and I'm like, look, for a dude that just puts some stuff in there, and messes it up. Why spend thirty bucks? Yeah, right. Yeah, you're <laughs> uh, you're pulling it off. Dude, right? I mean, solid fade. Like, I mean, let's be real, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the first one was sketchy as hell. I'm not going to lie to you. It was sketchy, dude.
1: <laughs> I've been growing mine like crazy. So it's, uh, it's fully out of control. That's awesome. I got you. You can come on over. I'll take care of it, man. No big deal. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward to this year, this season, are there any particular episodes that you guys are excited about looking forward to?
0: Um, off, off grid, okay. off grid housing. I, I can never see myself doing it. I can never see myself living in a home like that. I mean, there's a few shows, you know, that are, that are on, I don't know if it's discovery or HGTV or whatever one of those ones would be. Yeah. Probably DIY, but I'm consistently impressed with the ability of some of these individuals to put something together that most likely will, you know, hold up for quite some time going through the elements that they have to go through and the challenges they have to go through in that type of process so i don't you know i don't know if it's going to be specifically how they do that off grid or building a house to take off grid but nonetheless it poses some very unique challenges and i'm you know it's it's interesting to me that they can do that and also i mean you know kind of pardon me because we like going to big bear and stuff is like could you put something in the middle of montana or whatever where you just go and visit and it's basic stuff and so i'm actually pretty interested in that
1: yeah michelle
2: Well, I feel like I'm obliged to say uh, Designing for Children, seeing as I have my first child on the way. But no, the episodes that I'm most excited about are those related to international spaces. And um, in particular, the Metropolitan Parks um, episode that is going to specifically focus, I think, on Santiago, Chile is interesting to me, uh, mostly because I traveled to Santiago, Chile, and and did so uh, as a means to get to a destination. We went there um, because it was a stop on our way to Antarctica, which was really the main trip, but we got um, two or three days in Santiago, and I was just blown away at not only the infrastructure, but the linear parks and the location of those linear parks. It's the fourth largest park. In the world. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so I think just by scale, there there was like already an amazing opportunity there, right? It is a win. All the program and the features that it has were the ingredients for that success. If we think about the park, I mean it encourages fun because it has a lot of program from the pools, like it has a purpose in a way for people to go there. It is cultural, has a cultural component and essentially connects people to nature in a large scale. We've got an episode on the Eiffel Tower, which I've visited once before, but I think just the history of that, and, and I think furthermore, how iconic uh, structures, spaces, buildings um, become sort of the icon of a location, right? And I think you could, you could kind of pick any city, and there's always sort of an icon of a, of a structure building space. Um, whether that's Big Ben in London, or you know the Eiffel Tower in Paris, or the Empire State Building in New York, right? We could kind of list a, a whole bunch of them. So I'm most excited about those. I think it's great when we can view other spaces around the world um, and in places that are outside of just our day to day.
1: Yeah, that one will be fun because one, we're going to uh, team up with another podcast on that episode, and then also. Spoke with a professor about the Eiffel Tower, and we discussed some things that a lot of people may not know. So that'll be fun to uh, kind of talk about some of those things. Mine would be um, recompose, which peek behind the curtain. We already recorded. Really enjoyed that conversation with Alan Maskin at Olson Kundig. Yeah.
2: So I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned that we've already recorded the recompose episode because. What I wanted to say when you when you asked us what our favorite episodes, I wanted to just say that, but had I not already recorded it, I wouldn't have known that it would be my favorite, but I was just amazed at just the concept, um what that space is, what it's all about, the future of cemeteries, and <laughs> that's a dynamic episode, so anyone that's listening to this I, I would not miss that episode because it is just culturally interesting, architecturally interesting. Space-wise, it's interesting. And uh, and our guest on that was, he was a phenomenal guest. So that's a great episode.
0: We're in the middle of a kind of deaf care revolution where the need for alternative deaf care is really profound. And so there are movements literally all over the world, as you indicate, of people working on and researching different ways and more sustainable ways that people can actually sort of leave the world. And so we're at a moment where a lot of alternatives are being experimented with around the world. And it's exciting,
1: I think, in that regard. And then um, one that'll be coming up is the shipping container episode. I mean, I've been involved in housing most of my
0: career. You start with a sort of general concept and you get more and more specific as you go along. And it's a sort of slow process. With modular, it's like, oh, no, you're right up front figuring all this stuff out in intense detail. And it's kind of, it is fun to do that. What you need though, is, you know, the whole team has to be interested in doing that. That's what I feel like is sort of the most fun part is we're kind of engineers, architects, the manufacturer, we're kind of in each other's business, right? We say, here's what we want to do. They say, no, you can't do that. We say, why not? Why don't we try this? And they say, here's why. And it's this real collaborative process of design, which is, it's super fun. Real engaging.
1: So thanks again for joining me guys good to get this this season kicked off and we will um see we'll talk to all the listeners uh in a few weeks so stay tuned and uh make sure to follow us everywhere also follow gable media there's a lot of content there a lot of news and cool stuff going on and uh we'll talk with you soon thanks see you guys see ya That's all for this episode, but keep listening for a sneak peek of our next episode. This show is part of the Gable Media Network. You can check out similar content at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-Media.com. You can help support what we're doing here by leaving a five-star rating and a review on your preferred podcasting app. It helps others find us, and your support is the only way that this show grows. And don't forget to connect with us through our Facebook community, Instagram, and see the random thoughts and articles that we share on Twitter and LinkedIn. But before you go, next time on Spaces Podcast.
0: Understanding building science isn't meant to be this cudgel to make people submit to your your will. It's a tool, and it's a tool like, like any other tool. And it, it's, this particular tool helps us understand how to balance performance and risk and durability and how to integrate those concepts into, into a design.
1: And thank you again for spending some time with us. Talk soon.